You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on X at C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. You can also read my regular CBSSports.com column agents take on NFL salary cap and contract matters. Uh, This time around, we're going to go into detail about Jonathan Taylor's new contract. The last few days have been very eventful for Jonathan Taylor, more so than we ever thought they would be. Um, first, it was announced that um, the Colts were going to open the 21-day practice window for Jonathan Taylor to come off PUP um, beginning on in week five. And then um, he was considered questionable, and then it was decided he was going to play. And then yesterday, um, a new contract gets done. So I guess uh, all's well that ends well, and this confirms – or is another example of something I discovered early on when I was an agent, that even if there's a deteriorating relationship between a team and a player, like you had with Jonathan Taylor and the Colts, that money can fix that problem. And Jonathan Taylor yesterday got a three-year, $42 million extension running through the 2026 contract year, running through 2026. There is... $26.5 million um, fully guarantee uh, of, of guarantees total and $19,347,556 fully guaranteed at signing. Let's give a complete breakdown of this contract. Um, Taylor was scheduled to make $4.304 million in 2023. That was his base salary. His base salary for 2023 is going to drop to 1.01 million his league minimum. So that means he's getting 4 weeks worth of salary the first 4 weeks of the season at the 4.304 million. So that's $956,444. He's getting 14/18 because it's an 18-week regular season of base salary at the new 1.01 million. That's $785,556. So his combined 2023 base salary is going to be $1.742 million. Taylor is getting a $10.248 million signing bonus in the deal. He's getting $2.562 million of the signing bonus on October 20th. The remaining seven million six seven point six eight six million is payable March 29th in 2024. Now, that means that Taylor is going to make this year 
11.99 million as opposed to the 4.304 million. Now, 2024 he has a base salary of 7.804 million. He's got $510,000 of per game roster bonuses where he has to be on the active roster. Um in 2024, that's $30,000 per game. Um, his base salaries in 2025 and 26 are both $11.98 million. He has the uh, same per game roster bonuses in 25 and 26, uh, totaling $1.02 million. That's $60,000 per game. So if you aren't active, you don't, for that particular game, you don't get the $60,000. How do we get to the full guarantee of $19,347,556? Well, that's going to consist of, and I'm not, I'm not counting the $956,444,000 that he's already made. So that's why I'm saying $19,347,556. You've got um, the remaining $785,556 he's supposed to make this year. In base salary, you got the $10.248 million um, signing bonus, the $7.804 million um, 2024 base salary, and the $510,000 of per game roster bonuses in 2024 are essentially fully guaranteed. That the skill and cap guarantees are at signing. And then the um, skill and injury guarantees are assigned, and the cap guarantee, I should say, kicks in three days later. So that's where we get get um, that amount. Now, if you add in the 956, 444, he's already made, then you've got 20.304 million fully guaranteed at signing. So if you want to add that in, then it's 20.304 million fully guaranteed at signing. If not, then it's $19,347,556 fully guaranteed at signing. Now, the total guarantee is $26.5 million. That consists of the the $985,556 remaining base salary in 2023, the 2024 base salary of $7.804 million, the 2025 base salary um, $7,152,444 of the $11.98 million um, is guaranteed. It's guaranteed for injury um, at signing. And on the fifth day of the 2024 league year, um, I believe that's the uh, 15th of next March, the skill and salary cap guarantee kick in. So it's going to vest a year early. Um, you've got the 510000 of 2024 per game roster bonuses, along with the signing bonus. That's the $26.5 million. Now, from a cash flow standpoint, um, I like the deal because um, Jonathan Taylor was supposed to make uh, $4.304 million. He's going to make $7.686 million more this year than he's supposed to make. Um, his new money through the first year, new year 2024, 16 million. New money through the second, new year, it's 29 million, and then 42 million through the third, new year. From a pure cash, not looking at new money standpoint, 
Um, the cash goes, he's making $11.99 million this year. Cumulatively, he's got $20.304 million through 2024. Um, $33.304 million through 2025 and $46.304 million through 2026. Now, the cumulative cash and the new money are different because you subtract out the forty, the $4.304 million from the 46 3.304 million and that's going to get you to 42 million. If you look at it from a percentage basis, percentage of cash after the first new year, 38.1%. Uh, if you had a neutral deal, you'd have 33.3% um, either front loaded or back loaded. Um, my general rule of thumb is my goal would be to be anywhere from like 37.5% to 40 um, through the first new year. We're in that range. Um, in a neutral deal, after the second new year, 2025, you'd be at two-thirds or 66.7%. I've tried to get in the high 60s to 70% would be ideal. The 29, 29 to 42 is 69.05%. So, yeah, I like how the deal is structured. The per-game roster bonuses, interesting wrinkle. And they're a little high, but... To get $14 million per year, become the third highest paid running back in the league, maybe that's a fair trade-off. That if Jonathan Taylor can't stay on the field, then that deal is going to get reduced by the games he misses. Would have preferred for them to be 5'10 uh, a year um, for each year as opposed to $1.02 million in the last each of the last two years, but that's splitting hairs. Now, from a salary cap standpoint, Jonathan Taylor's 2023 cap number remains unchanged because the $10.248 million signing bonus is getting prorated 2023 through 2026. And that's $2.562 million of proration each of those years. He's making $1.742 million in base salary this year, the blended base salary between what it was at 4.304 million and the new one at 1.01 million. Coincidentally, you add up the proration for this year and the new proration from the signing bonus and the new and the blended base salary, that's 4.304 million. So Jonathan Taylor's cap number this year is going to remain $5,126,922. Uh, his 2024 cap number is $10.876 million. 2025 and 2026 cap numbers, $15.562 million in each of those years. Now, this thing could have been done without all the acrimony where you got Jonathan Taylor, whose agent goes publicly after Jim Irsay charges bad faith about running backs wanting contracts renegotiated. So I blame Irsay for starting it. And then the agent for taking the bait. This all could have been avoided if the Colts had done what they were supposed to do to begin with and just do the deal during the offseason. None of this mattered. We don't go through the acrimony. All's well that ends well. But this is a deal to me that always made sense that you were going to do for a couple of reasons. Don't forget when Jonathan Taylor was last healthy, he led the league in rushing by more than 500 yards in 2021. So we're talking about a guy that potentially is the best pure running back in the league. He's not the same dual threat back as a Christian McCaffrey. 
had 1,811 rushing yards, 20 total touchdowns, 18 rushing touchdowns, 2,171 yards from scrimmage in 2021, um, averaging 5.5 yards per carry. So that's what you get with Jonathan Taylor at his best. He's 24 years old, so he's young. And this is a team that isn't paying a quarterback any time soon. Because you got Anthony Richardson, and this is a guy that should be his best friend. Because Richardson looks very promising from what we've seen so far. Very inexperienced in terms of how much he played in college. You can't pay him till 2026 at the earliest. So you got a guy that won't be eligible for an extension if he is... If you have actually hit on the quarterback and you got your long, guy long term, you can't pay him until the 2020-25 the 2025 regular season ends, which will be in January 2026. Taylor's going to be in the last year of his contract. But this does buck a trend for the Colts. Colts historically have not paid huge money to a running back. That if we go back to the Marshall Falk days. 1999, they trade Marshall Falk for a second and fifth round pick to the Rams. You know what they do with the fourth overall pick? They draft Edgerrin James. Edgerrin James plays six years on his rookie contract, because you can sign rookie contracts that long back then. It actually was seven years, had a voiding year, devoided to six. Franchised him a year, then let him go in 2006 to sign with Arizona in free agency, the Cardinals. They draft Joseph Adai with the 30th overall pick. They win the Super Bowl in 2006. Won Super Bowl 41 over the Bears with Joseph Adai taking over for Edger and James. They did pay Joseph Adai not the type of, not huge running back money, but nonetheless, they did give him a three-year deal in 2010 for $14 million when his rookie contract expired. He only lasted one year. They cut him after one year, so they basically paid him $8 million for one year and then played 2011 for the Patriots and was out of the league. But committing big money to a running back is something that hasn't been in the Colts' DNA. Now, as I said, $14 million per year makes Jonathan Taylor the third highest paid running back in the league. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll say I call it second, although on paper he's third because you have Christian McCaffrey, who's been the highest paid running back since 2020. Um, I don't know when someone is going to 
go past the Christian McCaffrey deal. But um, McCaffrey did an extension with the uh, Carolina Panthers um, back then, which uh, was a four-year deal. He had two years left on his rookie contract, and it was in April 2020, averaging $16,015,853 per year. He had um, $39,162,500 in guarantees and a running back best $30,062,500 fully guaranteed at signing. Now, to me, Jonathan Taylor said United paid guy. Alvin Kamara on paper, $15 million per year. That's cosmetically, it's really $12.5 million per year. Because um, the last year has $25 million of compensation. So you subtract out that $50 million, the four, four real years of the deal at $12.5 million per year. So Jonathan Taylor right there. Uh, to me, second at $14 million per year. Um, this can be looked at kind of a modified or an updated version of what happened with um, Nick Chubb. And he was the last running back to get paid, Nick Chubb, in 2021 um, to get a big deal before you had the downturn this year where we went from eight running backs making $12 million per year or more to four before Taylor. Chubb in 2021 and, and heading into the final year of his rookie contract. Um, Three-year extension, $36.6 million total, averaging $12.2 million per year, $20 million overall guarantees, $17,133,059 fully guaranteed at signing. So it's kind of like the not complete apples to apples, dollar to dollar, but basically adjusted Nick Chubb for cap inflation to get to this deal. Could have done this. In July, or in training camp in August, or beforehand. Avoid the acrimony. Maybe Jonathan Taylor's ankle is fine enough to play week one. I suspect he would have been fine enough to play if he was traded. That's neither here nor there. Now, he avoids going year to year on the franchise tag, which was probably going to happen if they didn't do this deal and he plays out the year. I guarantee—I can't guarantee you, but I would have been shocked if they weren't going to franchise him, and the running back franchise number um, is going to project to 4.653% of the 2024 salary cap. So, say the salary cap is set in the $245 million neighborhood. It's currently 224.8. We're talking basically a 9% increase at that number. That put it right around $11.4 million. And then if you go uh, two tags, tag him again in 2025, based off these numbers, 13.68 million. Then you're talking 25.08 million for two tags um, through 2025. Now, if you look at the cash, he's better off doing the deal um, than going year to year. Because if you're talking about through 2024, uh, he would have made 4.304 million this year, and let's say 11.4 on a tag, he's going to make 15.704 through 2024 on the deal is at 20.304 million. Um, cash through 2025, he's going to be at a he's at 33.304 million. So you're talking 25.08 million on two tags, plus the 
0.04 million. That had been 29.384 million. So this works out better for Jonathan Taylor. Does avoids the risk of poor performance and injury. Gets the deal done now. Everybody's happy, and the Colts are able to pair Taylor and Richardson for the foreseeable future. Three guys in particular should be very interested in this deal. Saquon Barkley, the three franchise tag running backs, um, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard. Uh, Pollard's having the best year out of any of these guys. Um, Pollard looking like the workhorse back that people didn't think he might be. Um, he's second in leading carries at 73, uh, 311 total rushing yards, fifth in the league. He had He's projected at this rate 310 carries for 1,322 yards, nine rushing touchdowns. Sharing time with Zeke Elliott, past two years, combined 323 carries. <laughs> he's only... 13 carries behind that projected what he did last year. So um, he's franchise tag number of uh, 10.091 million. He signed because uh, quickly because of the ankle injury. It'll be 12 million 109 thousand 200 dollars to franchise him again. We'll see if uh, he keeps this up. Dallas will pay him somewhere between Nick Chubb and the Taylor deal because I think the Taylor deal is going to be the ceiling. If he's indeed stopped the bleeding on the running back market and these other guys are going to be able to um, get deals over $10-11 million, or, or at least the Nick Chubb floor, $12.2 million to $12 million per year mark, and add to that to get it, try to get it back to the eight that we had at the end of the 2022 season. Josh Jacobs, the offensive line is not opening holes. He admitted that he was rusty after missing all of um, training camp in displeasure um, as an unsigned franchise player before he actually did come in the latter part of August and became the first franchise player in history to get more on a base value than his tender. He signed a one-year tender of a base value of $11.791 million, $1.7 million above what he was supposed to make on his tag. second tag for him will be $14 million um, $149,200. The CBA mandated 20% raise. He better pick it up <laughs> if uh, that's going to happen or they're even going to offer him a huge long-term contract. He's off to the slowest start of his career. Has one rush of 10 yards or longer. 10 yards is the longest rush. The line ain't helping him doing him doing any favors. But Josh Jacobs, so far this season, 6-2 carries, 166 rushing yards. 2.7 yards per carry, one touchdown. Did have a career-high 81 receiving yards um, in the Raiders' last game. Um, he's got 18 receptions for 173 uh, receiving yards. That's more than – he's becoming more of a dual threat than before. And then there's Saquon Barkley, who, to me, the Giants sh- should have just signed him at his reduced rate, which would have been probably, I think, from the reports was going to be less than the last offer they had on the table. Uh, they had to put that franchise tag on him in March, so it would have been right around the Nick Chubb neighborhood. But he's been out for an ankle injury, high ankle sprain that he hurt against the Cardinals in Week 2. He's still out. He's not going to play Week 5. And his absence 
is definitely showing. Um, Cardinals have lost the last two games by Kamont Cardinals. Giants, 39 points without him. Um, Saquon, before he got hurt, um, 29 carries, 114 rushing yards, 3.9 yards per carry, one touchdown, nine receptions, 41 yards and a touchdown. That The injury is going to bring back the durability concerns, but he's still the most valuable player on offense or best player on offense, obviously, by nature of position, Daniel Jones has more importance because he's a quarterback. But these three guys most interested in the Saquon Barkley, uh, the uh, Jonathan Taylor deal, whether Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, or Tony Pollard will capitalize remains to be seen. But Jonathan Taylor has stopped the bleeding for the running back market by surprisingly signing a three-year, $42 million extension with $26.5 million in guarantees, $19,347,556 fully guaranteed at signing. That's going to be it for this week's, uh, and this time's Inside the Cap. Uh, don't forget, you can find me on X at C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L and read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take on NFL Salary Cap and Contract Matters. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time. Goodbye.